Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. Today we're talking about the first Latina director of the American Public Health Association. She was a leading advocate in the women's health movement who pushed institutions to better understand the social and economic determinants of health. Let's talk about Helen Rodriguez-Trias. Helen was born in 1925 in New York City to Puerto Rican parents. Her mother, a schoolteacher, fought for the right to teach in Spanish, rather than the English language curriculum that had been implemented when the U.S. military invaded in 1898. Much like her mother, Helen would also become invested in advocacy years later. When Helen was 10, her family returned to New York. There, she faced discrimination in her school system. Despite high grades and excellent academic performance, administrators wouldn't admit her to advanced classes. Similar injustices barred her mother from getting a teacher's license in New York. Her bilingualism was considered a detriment to her career. Helen and her mother came to the conclusion that Helen should attend college in Puerto Rico. In 1948, Helen enrolled at the University of Puerto Rico. There, she pursued two passions, a career in health and a growing involvement in activism. She joined the movement for Puerto Rican independence. She also took part in a university-wide strike to invite nationalist leader Don Pedro Albizu Campos to campus. But her brother, who was helping her pay for school, refused to continue sending money if she took part in further political protests. In response, Helen returned home. She married Edward Gonzalez Jr., a professor of labor studies, and they had three children together. Helen returned to school seven years after leaving and received her medical degree in 1960, when she was 31 years old. She completed her residency at University Hospital in Puerto Rico. There, she became invested in work around abortion rights and women's health. She saw the consequences of clandestine abortions and of lack of access to birth control. Helen established Puerto Rico's first infant health clinic. And within three years, infant mortality declined by 50%. In 1970, Helen returned to New York, where she headed the pediatrics department at Lincoln Hospital in the South Bronx. The hospital served a majority Black and Latinx community and was often cited for public health violations and outdated care facilities. Helen worked to bridge the gap between her team and the patients they served. She saw the ways social and economic issues, including poverty, inequality, sexism, and racism, impacted healthcare. Helen believed that public health workers should take those factors into account when providing care. In the 1970s, Helen grew increasingly involved in the women's health movement. She attended her first American Public Health Association meeting in 1971, where she helped create the Women's Caucus to fight for women's reproductive rights and work towards ending sexism in healthcare. Helen took a particular interest in ending sterilization abuse. She saw clearly how class and race affected women's ability to choose when and if to have children. In the 1960s and 70s, middle-class white women were denied sterilization. At the same time, low-income women, overwhelmingly women of color, were misled and coerced into sterilization across the U.S. In Puerto Rico particularly, government programs inspired by the eugenics movement promoted sterilization as a method of birth control, and performed the procedure on women physicians had judged unfit to reproduce. 
Between the 1930s and 1970s, nearly one-third of women of childbearing age in Puerto Rico had been sterilized. Helen founded two committees that advocated to end sterilization abuse. Both helped bring about federal sterilization guidelines in 1979. In the 1980s, Helen continued to be a pivotal figure in public health. She worked as a medical director of New York State's AIDS Institute, and in 1993 became the first Latina director of the American Public Health Association. She also solidified her work in women's health while coordinating the Pacific Institute for Women's Health in Los Angeles from 1996 to 1999. In 2001, then-President Bill Clinton awarded Helen the Presidential Citizens Medal. Later that year, Helen died of lung cancer. She was 72 years old. All month, we're highlighting women who changed the landscape of health and wellness. For more information and for pictures of the women we're talking about, check us out on Facebook and Instagram, at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. As always, we'll be taking a break for the weekend. Talk to you on Monday. Hey listeners, before you go, I want to tell you about another show you should check out called In Case You Missed It, Slate's podcast about internet culture. It's a show for people who have a healthy relationship with the internet, made by people who really, really don't. It's hosted by Slate's Madison Malone Kircher and Rachel Hampton. Twice a week, they'll explore what's trending at the top of your feeds, investigate the ghosts of internet past, and help you sound like the smartest person in your group chat. Episodes drop every Wednesday and Saturday. Search ICYMI wherever you get your podcasts. That's ICYMI the podcast that's extremely online so you don't have to be.